And welcome back to another episode of the Out of Context Podcast, a show where we cannot get canceled no matter what we say, what we do, because hopefully some of you guys are listening, and uh, some of you may not get offended, but some of you will get offended, but the funny thing is you're still going to listen to us. So what does that say about you? I'm your host, Walker AC, and uh, yes, I'm the one that gets this stuff going, but my co-host is the glue that holds everything together, if when she's not sniffing it, my uh, co-host... Ash Majestics. Hi, Ashley. How's it going? I appreciate that. And I was going to say, don't ask what type of glue or what the adhesive is, because I don't think anybody wants to know about that. Mm. That's a secret family recipe. <laughs> oh, brood. All that kind of stuff. What I'm doing, I'm doing, I am, you know, just vibing, and my dog just scared the living shit out of me. Because uh, he likes to just come up and, like, my art viewers can't see this but my arm is just like here at my desk and then he just like still pops right there and he's a stealthy son of a bitch so that like german shepherd dogs are stealthy as fuck like they're huge dogs but man if they want to be a ninja they could be a fucking ninja that's of course it's always a positive i mean my uh my hippo as you would call you know my uh baby pit bull yes yeah he makes no bones about it. he wants attention he will get attention but you hear that deep panting in the background? You hear, hear some deep breathing in the background? I uh-uh. think I think I heard. Hold on, hold on. I think I think I heard something here. Oh, okay. I know what that is. Now, we do have a we do have a guest that's uh, sitting uh, in our same bubble here, so we do hear do hear him breathing. He's a sexy sexy man with a sexy man bun, a sexy white shirt and tie. He's one of us. He's one of yours. He is. Dakota, how's it going, sir? How it goes? How goes it? I'm fantastic, sir. How are you? Doing very well. Welcome back. Uh, we're definitely glad to have you back here on the show. How's life been treating you? Life's been treating me uh, pretty good. I finally got to meet Miss um, Ashley in person. That was um, that was. I was not expecting her to be as tall as she was. Yeah, yeah. We we talked briefly. So our last episode was uh, Becky and I just kind of doing a recap of, of the weekend and we talked about like getting to meet you and six Funkus. and yeah so when because dakota knew we showed up and we're sit, we're downstairs full of shit like dakota he, he comes and gets us and dakota's very first reaction to seeing me he's like you're fucking tall granted he's taller than me and he's saying this I'm used to be surrounded by dwarfs at work, okay? So it's refreshing to see a woman who actually has a relative amount of height. Excuse me, your female partner is tall is tall as me. Like, we're tall, we're the same height. Yeah, I know. But still, everybody else in the circle is, like, five foot nothing. Yeah, I mean, that is true. So, I mean, it surprised me how tall you were, because I remember you've always, because you always say how you're tall, thick, and delicious. Uh... But I've never really thought that you were, like, taller than me. I thought you were probably my height, maybe, like, a little shorter. Because I'm used to people being that way. And so, yeah, you're, like, you're taller. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then I could see thick focus. And then right when Adrian was starting to record, I could not freak out because he was doing the counting. But I heard thick focus doing his little meows. And I was just like, my heart. So, so as the show uh, goes on, now of course we're gonna take a slight pause because once again he is now grabbing the cat. 
he's at safe war. Now, of course, eventually, when we switch on over to Twitch, I keep saying this, it's going to happen, folks. Just be patient. We're going to switch over to Twitch, and you will see the cat, the thick bunkus, as uh, they refer to the cat as. I can't say that with a straight face. Um, so what is the topic of discussion today? We're going to actually, uh, I'll hand it over to, to Ash Majestics here, so she can take that over. I mean, we're just going to keep it easy. Um, like, we had to kind of make up, so we already knew we were going to have to it as a guest today uh but he only has time to be here for a short amount of time of course and we're gonna have becky as well becky cannot attend because we are 99 percent positive that either a she's been kidnapped by uh by lizard ninjas which i'm pretty sure that's the most likely story here or she fell asleep because work has been quite a doozy for her lately uh so we did some last minute scrambling and we're gonna have a second person come on to the show and this is someone that's never been here before. This person might be the reason why we might we will get canceled. I am pretty sure at this point. Um, but we're gonna find out. It's gonna be a good time. And but as a point of subject, nothing really. But I do have. It's not. We we always like to talk about conspiracy theories, and I don't want to do conspiracy theories podcast. And this is not a conspiracy theory episode. But something I've realized. So. You, you guys know how there's always myths um, and cryptids, all that stuff, like whether it's in the mountains, lake monsters, it's this or that, Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Uh, you go to small towns, and small towns don't know where it's like, oh, you can't go out there to that mountain because it's cursed, and uh, the big old bad guy's going to come and get you. <laughs> you know, the whole Scooby-Doo thing. Yeah. Well, now, because of YouTube and people being daredevils and don't give a fuck about the law and they're finding like abandoned places houses there's a lot of abandoned facilities and buildings that were clearly like they were, were, had to be from the government because of how they are even though they've been it looks like they've been abandoned for a long time and these are like out in the middle of the mountains these are like out in the middle of nowhere and that brings me to you know you have all of these cryptids and myths and scary stories that are local legends as a way to keep people from going to the woods, from going too far. Uh, and I have the theory, because I was talking about this last night to my friend, that this is like the Santa Claus conspiracy, because how kids tell their, or parents tell their kids, oh, don't be naughty, can't do this or that, or Santa's not gonna come. I think it's, it was the same thing. It's like the government found a way to start these myths. Either they start the rumor mill themselves or they just did freaky shit out in the middle of nowhere just to spook people and to be like, you don't want to go there, stay away from this area. So it keeps visitors from going and then the locals are like, they're too scared to even bother what's going on, but they'll hear things, they'll see things they can't explain occasionally and they're just like, nope, I'm not fucking dealing with that. So, like, have, have either of you ever considered that? Oh, uh, I'll have uh, our guests go first. I've pondered the idea before that cryptids and myths are basically government-fueled propaganda, but it would make sense to instill fear into, you know, certain parts of America where they are hiding these facilities. Like West Virginia, for example. The amount of cryptids that supposedly live in West Virginia in the Appalachia region alone, there's like six. There's like six. So it, it begs the question, what's actually going on up in Appalachia? 
I know you said you didn't want this to become a conspiracy theory podcast, but it's it does strike the question: what is actually going on up in those mountains? Yes, if this if this ends up being like we talk about conspiracy theories while you're here, I'm fine with that. Uh, I just like because I, I know we usually designate. I, I just don't want to be the stereotypical like we just turn into a conspiracy theory podcast or the next Joe Rogan or something. I don't want to be that. No. But it, it it is. I just I think about that because so for me. Uh, where I identify as agnostic religiously, I also identify as agnostic when it comes to like uh, abnormality, paranormal, all that stuff versus you know what's actually proven scientific. So where my mind is always open that it, there could be something else. Do I know? No. Do I know anything for sure? No. Have I personally witnessed anything where I can say a hundred percent that like yeah? A ghost is real. A demon is no. I can't. I've only had things, and I try to look at the scientific way of it. I try to logically think, maybe it's my brain making me think this. So, I just kind of never thought about that. Where cryptids and myths, if you go back, it's like everything comes from something. Like there's, you have the human imagination, but something has to start that imagination. It has to start that thought. Because no monster just comes out of nowhere. And so that, like, so I've been watching YouTube videos and I've been seeing stuff like that. I'm like, that's, that's kind of weird. And then people are like thinking, like, oh, this is where they kept Sasquatch. I'm like, all right, maybe you're going a little too far now. But it's the fact is that there is really things with the government or the world government, everything like that, where things go on that we don't know the full truth about because uh, we get our news from the news, which has been proven time and time again that it's not always reliable. And then there's the internet, which is also not very reliable. You can't really take anything and know for sure unless you're seeing and witnessing it yourself. Um, so it, it goes back to with with the government stuff. Like they slowly release things, like oh yeah, we can do this. Oh yeah, these are real. But it still goes back to it's not the whole truth. There's something else that goes to yeah, we don't want to tell you everything because you guys might freak out or just some other spooky reason why. And that, all, that always interests me. Is like, what are you hiding? I feel like it's kind of it's kind of like when we originally, like there's a big theory about when we originally like evolved to understand each other and to have, you know, conversations even though they may have been rudimentary. You know, just just basically forming words that we subscribe to deities and gods and goddesses and creatures to have something to look forward to because if we truly know that there is nothing else in the universe and we are alone then what do we have to live for what do we have to fight for existence then becomes pointless so in the grand scheme of things having things to fear or to have faith in drives us makes us search makes us look for something so it could all be a, a giant a giant psyop a psychological operation by the u.s government or these things could actually be happening i haven't seen you see the videos but nowadays with all the technology that's floating around with deep fakes and ai generated images and everything you you cannot trust anything you see on the internet no I saw a video of John F. Kennedy singing Hammer Time last week, and 
it hurt my soul, but it looked too good. It looked far too good. Yeah, it, that's just, that's the thing. Like they can't. So even on the news, so they can't be like, oh, it's live footage of an actual alien invasion. No one can believe anything anymore because, like, you do have people that that will believe anything they see on TV. Uh, <clears throat> boomers, uh, or like, CNN. or you, or you get the people that's like, yeah, that's clearly CGI. So there could be actual videos out there that's it could be 100 percent true, and people just don't believe, buy into it. Like, yeah, that's clearly fake. Uh, where how what system did you use to make this bro all that and then there's others it, so it's it's very confusing and that it only goes more into the whole i don't know what to believe it is what it is uh i can only accept and control what's there for me and that's about it but and then how would you how would you think this i actually went on my flight up to new york last week i was listening to a podcast and you know it goes. No, no, it wasn't a podcast. It was actually the the Hot Wings Challenge YouTube uh, channel. Oh, and it had one. Car- it had, yeah, Hot Ones. And it was with Cardi B. So Cardi B, I I, lo- I love her. It's um, because she's funny and everything. But occasionally she says things, and it's not to say like, oh, because she's a celebrity, she must be stupid. No, like she's always silly, goofy, and then she just comes out left field with something that's like, wow, that blew my mind. So one of the questions I was asked to her is, you know, do you think aliens are real? And she went serious. She's like, I don't think they're real. And the reason why, she's a big, huge, like, fan of history and reading and learning about wars throughout human history. That's a big, huge interest to her, which also intrigues me. It's like, wow, I didn't think, you know, this would be a hot topic for her. And she's like, they talk about either aliens is either they a just leave us alone because we are just stupid and we're not worth bothered with, or they're so advanced that they still just choose to leave us alone and we're probably some science experience. She's like, no, like regardless if there's aliens out there, we would have had the contact. We wouldn't be so sneaky. Uh, we would be under some type of authority. Like there would be an invasion. Like that. She's like, it just doesn't make sense. So she's like, I. She's like, so for some odd reason, I truly believe it's just us in the universe. Because if there was anything else, we would have, like, long since knowing instead of, like, cryptic messages on pyramids and ancient hieroglyphics and the occasional, like, conspiracy video, we would be able to see more. And that also brought me back to thinking, damn, I really don't know to believe in aliens or not. Because I've always been a believer that there has to be more than us out in the universe. And then she says this. And again, I'm, I'm speaking out of context, zing, um, on how she said this. And so I think, you just, like, go, I, I encourage anyone to go to Hot Ones and watch the Cardi B episode mm-hmm. and where she's talking about this. And it really made me think. I was like, holy shit. And Adrian, because you've, you've been a little silent, like, what, what are your thoughts on what we've been talking about so far? Well, there's two trains of thought. Thought number one is what scares society the most is not knowing. That's the most terrifying thing. So this is why a lot of conspiracy theories have come about, because all people can do is assume and speculate. That's what the major cause of death is, because we don't know. You know, we don't know what's after. We stop breathing. Our brain shuts down. We don't know. That's the most horrifying thing ever, thinking about death. 
And that's the equivalent of when it comes to government conspiracies. You know, the Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, Area 51, stuff like that. All we can do is speculate. You know, we can get to a certain point, but then it scares us because we don't know. And do we really want to know what's going on? And if there's there's a particular scene in a movie called Cubed, I'm not sure if you guys seen that movie or not. It's a big scientific experiment where X amount of people are trapped in this cube. Each room represents a certain part of reality, bent part of reality. As the movie goes on, you know, each person drops off one by one, dies one by one. And a young lady conquers the cube. She finally escapes. The government picks her up. She closes her eyes and a service worker blows her head off because she figured out something she wasn't supposed to figure out. And that's one more thing that most people worry about too. The mountain men, the country folk, you know, they don't want to know because they will figure the government will take them out. So that's one train of thought. Second train of thought is certain people don't want other people, other strangers in their area. So what do you do when you don't want somebody around you and you don't know who they are? You give tall tales. You say, if you come to this part of the woods or this part of the state, you know, you will be killed or you'll see something you don't want to see or something of the rather. So there are two different trains of thoughts about that. As far as conspiracies about governments and everything, I really don't have an opinion. And I know that's not fair because it's a topic of this whole show is out of context. But I really don't have an opinion because it's all about the unknown. And all we can do is speculate. I can say that they don't want us to see Bigfoot. You know, they don't want us to see, you know, where Hoffa is, just being silly, um, or anything of the sort. Um, it's just all about not knowing, and it terrifies everybody. So that's one of the major strangleholds that the government has against us. Just my two cents. Well, so, I mean, you make a, 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 a firm point. It, it goes back to it being like the a Santa Claus theory or the Scooby-Doo theory where you know, an old rich white dude is trying to keep people away from his gold and treasure so he scares people away. Um, it kind of also goes to where conspiracy theories, that's what they are. They're conspiracy theories. You have people that believe them and people just like the idea of them because conspiracy theories, I want to say, is today's version of storytelling because we are, we're interested. We, there's part of us that's like, something new we never considered and it's like oh that's really funny that's weird but there's a lot of conspiracy theories that i just don't buy into but i think they're interesting that someone could like they paste all these different things and that it kind of goes back to what i was saying is there's so much that's going on in this world that we probably have no idea about just for one it's just stuff we don't focus on versus what we we just don't get to see and like with today's technology with how advanced we can get images all the way out into space, um, how we can use Google Images and find the smallest detail, and all, the, all these other things that get captured, but we still can't get clear photos of these supposed cryptids. Uh, when people spot them, they're still very blurry, and you can't make sense of them. It's like, okay, that's 2023. Like, it, you should have something that's a little bit better quality than like a 1980s camera uh, worth of footage. And then it goes back to what we see on the news. I guarantee you, if like if something was a big, huge conspiracy theory cover up, the, the whole like for instance, Jeffrey Epstein, 
like it was very clear so i think everyone gets the common thing is like okay it was probably like people killed him because he knows people and he knows things because everything that they talked about and it's all the evidence that was released all the pictures that were released his autopsy photos released of like his neck clearly bloodied but the but the material that he used to hang himself not bloody all this stuff is very obvious that's like clearly he didn't kill himself do you really feel like if this was meant to be a cover-up like we will get access to all this information so i truly believe that it's it's kind of like you know people are go aren't going to believe it's like we're going to just give them this we're not give them the whole story we're going to give them our version of it because they're going to accuse us anyway it's just kind of like they, they they're letting us see that because they don't have to like we could just get like he's dead here's the autopsy report and that's it like we don't get all these other photos of people dying and people world leaders dying and important people higher up that died we don't get all that so it that's another thing that kind of intrigues me is that why would you give us all this information on someone that's clearly like a big target Go ahead. Because, simple. What are you going to do about it? That's, I mean, that's no, true. yeah, that, that, that's what it boils down to. Certain things we as Americans can't handle. So, hypothetically speaking, say for example, there are little green men. Only a small percentage of people know about it. The other people out there, the mass majority, their brains can't wrap around it. They can't handle it. They've seen it on movies. They've seen the silly tabloids waiting in a grocery line. Or they see online, you know, little green men, you know, went into, you know, Uncle Jebekiah's room, stuff like that. These particular people that you've never ever will see in public. It's always somebody out there. Always some weird, wacky person that you'd never ever ever see. So with this one, for example... Yes, the breadcrumbs are out there. Yes, they're throwing you kind of just little treats here and there so people can talk about it. But at the end of the day, which I hate that phrase, if it did happen, what are you going to do about it? You know, you can say, ha, huh, I knew it, or hey, this is my evidence, but then what? You're just a civilian. You got all the information, and so be it. And I'll even go one step further before I hand it over to Dakota, to Dakota here. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. In my belief, she was murdered because she messed around with somebody she shouldn't be messing around with. And this could be particular anybody in any given case, not necessarily the president. She messed around. She got murdered. Made it look like an accident. And life went on. She fucked around and found out. Exactly. So even if the common person goes, okay, um, evidence A, B, and C, and D, she was murdered. Okay, and what are you going to do about it? You know, it, it all goes back to that. You can scream it to the heavens. You can write newspapers about it. But in the end, there's nothing you can do about it. So that's one of these conspiracy theories, even if proven right. Okay, you're right. Life goes on next. You know, so Dakota, I hand it over to you, sir. <clears throat> kind of piggybacking off of what... Um... Adrian was saying um, I, I agree I agree that one of us if one of us were to come up with hard evidence we saw it we have definitive evidence of what we saw whether it be aliens whether it be 
who actually killed JFK, you know, any number, like we actually, like we have an interview with a cryptid, like we talked to Mothman or Bigfoot and they spoke perfect English and we had an interview and it was everything like that. There's nothing we can do with that information. There is not a single thing we can do with it because we are just average people stuck in an endless loop of, of, of what it is. And what it is, is we can't, we can't touch it. Sure, we have evidence, but who's going to believe us? That that's what that's kind of like the the simple way of me putting it uh, with the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing is like what what are you gonna do? Like the, you like we have social media and the internet is so outrageous where every day you can you can just type in corruption and you're gonna see things from all throughout human history to today's present. You, you just talk about it. People just talk about it on podcasts. The world gets out. And then you just get people that don't buy it into the government. And don't buy into this. And there's people that's like, either they go into full renegade mode and fuck everything in anarchy. Or you get, become super religious. You basically, everyone ends up finding their own piece of how they're going to re- react in society. And that's where it comes to where things can blow up. Literally politically where you have the riots you have and this stuff blows over really quickly like you get they're done after a couple weeks it's just that's why i don't really get involved to an extent because it's like this is probably just going to be around for a week or two and then we're going to be on to the next thing um go ahead adrian oh no you can finish your train of thought you can finish your train of thought that's basically that's that's basically it so the thing is for me, and I'll hand it over to Dakota. I'm sorry about that. Um, to harken back to what I said a few moments ago, the the old tabloid thing, where the old lady saw an alien walk into her into her log cabin, and she's screaming to the heavens about it, and nobody believes her. You know, could that be a real story? Could that be a fake story? But think of it this way: What if old lady myrtle saw an alien walk into her house she actually did see it who's gonna believe her yeah you know so it's a double-edged sword yes we can't handle what's actually going out there we can't our heads will explode we can't handle it but if it did happen to us who's gonna believe us you know you can tell the officer you can even go so far as to call the fbi and one of two things will happen. Either the people in the little white coats will come place you in a room for a while. Or they won't believe you. Or you'll magically disappear. So, yeah. so just like you, Ashley, just like you said, I really don't want to know. Not that I don't care. It's I really don't want to know because I understand. There are certain things that I should know as an American in society. And there are things that I shouldn't know. Because I understand for my own safety, whether whether it be right, wrong, or indifferent, there are certain things for my safety that are put in place to where other people way above my pay grade needs to take care of. Now, do I think we'll get an alien invasion and half of us will get wiped out before the military miraculously comes and saves the day? No, absolutely not. But do I need to know that that's a probability of happening? No, I don't need. I really need to know because we are programmed to... You know, be born, grow up, fit in a particular norm of society, you know, go to school, get a job, marry kids, whatever you may make it. 
and you die in your bed. That's what it is. If it goes anywhere outside of those parameters, you're viewed as a threat. You're viewed as crazy. Or you need to be taken out. So that's just my theory once again. Dakota, I'll hand it over to you, sir. So, like he was saying, it's either going to be the men in the white coats or it's going to be the men in the black suburban that come to get you. There's either either you're blissfully ignorant or you know too much and then you're deemed dangerous and they either institutionalize you or eradicate you. And in, in the day and age that we live in, given social media and the availability for information, it would seem continuously more likely to be able to get accurate information. But There are things that have happened and things that are happening and things that are going to happen that are going to be silenced that we will not know. Like, like how, how COVID originally started, nobody still knows. There are a thousand and one theories, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. Or... There's, there's a billion and one examples I could give, and there's no real time to get into spe- specifics because we, we have a show to continue with here, but at the end of the day, I agree with what both Ashley and Adrian said. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. If you have too much information, you're either deemed crazy or you're eliminated. If you're blissfully ignorant, then you live a normal life. And kind of to what Adrian was saying, parameters have changed from, you know, dying in your bed. Now, people think it's normal if you pass away from HIV, cancer. It's, the spectrum is broadening ever so wildly to what's acceptable for people to die from. And, I lost my train of thought there, guys. I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is good. Um, We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Adrian, do you mind putting up a pause? Yes, and we'll be back in three, two. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Out of Context. We are back from our short break, and um, I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second, but um, I'm going to have uh, Ashley take it from here. I would be the person that's voluntold, just goes back on his face. What I am person with the most ADHD like mind, a scroll brain and whatnot. But it's fine. Um, so to kind of go off a little bit from what we've been talking about, I kind of want to merge over a little bit. It's a conspiracy theory. I personally feel like it's so way of left field, like, because so much about it doesn't make sense to me, but I also really like it. So we all are all familiar with something that actually existed. The only argument is if it's still around or not is the Megalodon, right? So... Um, I, I don't know the full detail stories. I'm not going to Google it and find out. But at some point, there was like a scuba diver. Uh, he's out in the ocean. Uh, off to the coast of Maine or New England. Somewhere up there in the northeast. Yep, Dakota, people can't see it, but he knows what I'm talking about. Basically, he goes diving. And when he's in the water, he sees like a cage. And he say it spans out to a, a mile long, which for one... How, how do you know that's how far it goes? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, you just see it keep going and going, and that's just a rough estimate. Sure, that makes sense. And it, there's a sign saying property of, like, NASA 
uh, do not enter. And the spaces were pretty big enough where Fish and he himself can swim through it. And he was very interested about it, and he was getting closer and closer, and then he could hear a lot of sound, like something banging against the, the cage uh, from way down below. But basically something was moving against it and making very loud sound. And underwater, it doesn't take much to hear something underwater, but from when you're in the middle of the ocean and how deep it goes to hear sound that loud, that gets your attention. So he got the fuck out of there. He left and scared him. And then he said he came back after like a week or two weeks or a couple days, I don't know, but he didn't come back immediately. And he says he went to the same spot and everything was gone. That's where it's just kind of weird for me. Um, I, I like the idea of the conspiracy theory, but to me it's just a one big giant, giant hole. Um, because if this has been like a cage that's supposedly this big, this large, and it's been there forever, and you just happen to show up and then all of a sudden you come back and it's all gone, there could be, are you sure you're in the same exact spot? Because he, from my belief in the story, he wasn't even sure what, what park he was at. So how, how exactly do you know, especially if you get up in a hurry, you don't know to mark exactly where you are in that when you're trying to leave. So there's that. Are you even sure you're in the right spot? Uh, like, how do you know you came to the right spot? How the fuck can something like all that get just disappear unless like something got cut and it just sank into the ocean? whatever but two it's like okay if something was military personnel you would have coast guard or something because coast guard always monitors like if there's some place you're not allowed to be at or anywhere near whether it's protected islands it is um bombing test sites uh conspiracy things whatever there's always going to be government personnel out in the water that constantly monitors to see activity if you go so close to it, there's going to be someone that's going to show up. Like, hey, what are you doing out here? What you doing? Go back to where you came from. So, I really like that conspiracy, I, but I, I, don't, I don't believe it. I would love to believe it, but I don't just because of all those holes and things. I just like it. It's too cut and dry for me. No, that's so... Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> No, no, don't be sorry. Um, so I tried to dig into this a little bit, and um, it was like a Reddit story or whatever that that and you you know the Reddit text the thing that you see on TikTok all the time or yeah on Reddit. Um, I tried to dig into it more. I couldn't find very much information on it. There was one story I think that had a little bit more detail on like the exact construction of the cage, to where at like some points of it there were like what looked like steel barrels to like keep it suspended where it was in the water and then like in the comments they were like well if that's true then any number of things could have forced it away from where it was like like if there was a storm or whatever or a tsunami or it got caught in a current it could shove that cage into that area that he was in and then you know NASA or whoever was in charge of it finally finds it and then brings it back to its original position that's what I'm thinking by, you know, people were going nuts in the comments of this, of this freaking, of this Reddit story. And that was my thought too, was like, okay, if it's a large structure owned by the government, obviously the government is going to want it back, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So probably a submersible of some kind or 
a boat and a winch, they could have dragged the thing back out to deep sea with whatever was inside, assuming there was a cage or there was anything, or this guy is just pulling stuff out of thin air. So, but wouldn't that be like a factor into these stories? Is like there was a storm, there was a tsunami, like something because so if you go into like a specific date, like when oh, that's usually part of a story. Is like it's just a couple weeks after like a huge storm or a tsunami, like. I would feel like that should be, like, a factor into the story. It doesn't have to be, like, a, a very key detail, but it should be at least something put into the story. Um, but that is something that could be likely. You know, it could have been could have been pulled. It could have... But you would think... So, supposedly, like, this is real. Like, uh, it's a cage. You would think it would be more sturdy, where because the ocean is known for its powerful currents. Um, and you can have really bad, horrible storms up above, and maybe only like so many feet in depth that the currents get bothered, but the further you go, like it doesn't bother anything. Like there can be storms and everything, and as soon as you go underwater, it's like fine. <laughs> like, so that's a whole other thing to consider. Um, so it just kind of goes back to I would love to believe this story, I really would. I wish there could be like at least a photo of it. it I mean, other people that said, Yeah, I've stumbled upon this too, but it's just. Wear a GoPro. I can't leave it. Wear a GoPro, brother. And even then, even then, I saw one of the most convincing videos of my life of a dude walking down what seemed like to be an endless flight of stairs into an underground mall. Mm-hmm. And it's fake. It's all fake. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's because people can take that stuff. So, but I, I don't think it's the GoPro era. Um of the story, I think they're saying that this, this happened like in the 80s or the 90s or something. Uh, at least from my memory when I'm hearing about the story, I don't know if it was, it, maybe it could have been something that's recent, but even then, we have today's, we have the technology. Uh, it, it just goes back to, you know, if I'm in the middle of the woods, like I'm hiking, like I could be a professional hiker. I know what the fuck I'm doing in the mountains. I know how to live and survive, which I'm a Floridian, it's flat and swamps. I have no fuck idea how to deal with all that. But let's say if I do. I'm in the middle of the woods. I'm doing my thing. Being a hiker, outdoorsy person, loving nature. And I see or hear something that freaks me the fuck out, as even though I'm professionally or like just I know what to do or inspective like it's probably a bear. If it's a bear, I would know what to do, not just take off running and stuff like that. But basically, if in the event something scared me that much, I would just bolt and bolt for my life. I would think, like, oh, let me leave something here so I know to come back. Uh, it, so it comes to the ocean. It's basic. So at least with the forest, there, there's more identifying markers that you, you can see certain trees, something a tree that's fallen over, moss covered things, or uh, irregular. Like you can, you have more luck finding things in the forest than you would out in the middle of the ocean. Um, Unless you have some type, like I, I know navigation, and everything works into it, but it's just like, oh, he goes out into the ocean, the coast, and he knows exactly where he was, even though he float, he fleed in a panic. I, I'm just like, nah, yeah. nah, man. Oh, so forgive my ignorance. Uh, I'm not too well versed on uh, megalodon, so if somebody can give me a nice little 10 second little blurb on it, um, I can probably form an opinion. Essentially, it's larger than a blue whale. It's larger than the largest sea mammal we currently have, and it is a gigantic predator. Shark. Hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. It's basically, it's, and 
it's not something of myth. Like it's actually like you can search it. Like they, there's fossils, everything that's been discovered. Like the big argument of today's like when it comes to the megalodon is it's been extinct for millions of years or hundreds of thousands of years to it, it could have adapted and survived in today's climate and that's another argument where I'm like I, I don't know what to believe I would like to think the megalodon's real for, and I have my own reasons why to think that uh, but basically as Dakota said it's like larger than a whale sized version of a great white shark hmm. okay so my opinion on this and once again um, is two trains of thought the world is mainly water and no big secret there's a whole lot in the ocean that we have not even tapped into yet there's a lot of things out there we have not discovered first train of thought second train of thought is of course the quote-unquote evil government they know what's out there more than we ever can ever imagine so even if somebody discovered or is seen any remnants of the megalodon themselves of course you know, the government or the higher-ups might have said, hey, you didn't see anything. Or, hey, what did you see? Well, I saw A, B, C, and D. Are you sure you saw that? Are you really sure you saw that? You know, there can be so many factors stepping into what you, know, what you think you saw you didn't see. And also, which, round, which goes around in a circle to what I said earlier, okay, well, I saw the Megalodon. Well, I don't believe you. Do you have any proof? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you don't have any proof? Okay, you're just that crazy person in the ocean that got swept too deep who panicked and you thought you saw something. But it wasn't what you saw. And yeah. how and how can you prove that, that person wrong? How can you prove them right? Yeah. Um, it, it just goes back into, it could just, it's just one of the many millions of stories that's out there on the internet. It's like, I saw this, I saw that. Um, yeah, in, in the chat, yeah, Dakota posted, like, basically a, a scale model for the Megalodon. And, yeah, I mean, you're right, Adrian. It just goes back to me, what are you going to do about it? I like to think, it's like, I would love to stumble upon a conspiracy theory and my CIA or FBI agent that, like, still listens to me is like, oh, shit, she actually found something. You, I just want the government to know, as, because I know you're listening to this podcast, because why would you not listen to this podcast? You can buy my silence. I am not... Um, one of those people that's like, no, the world must know, uh, the the country, the people have a right to know. You can buy my silence, and I'm kind of cheap too. Like, like I don't need millions of millions of dollars. A million, be fine. I mean, I can invest whatever. You can buy my. I'm just playing out there. You can buy my silence. You can put. You could even. You don't have to pay me money. You can be like, hey, we're gonna let you hang out with Post Malone for a week. I'm like, deal. Even for a day. So once again, if I happen to stumble upon something. Uh, either it's a mistake or anything and you just want me to shut the hell up you could buy my silence so fucking easily same here same here fifty thousand dollars in a ham sandwich i'll keep my mouth shut or they'll just yeah. or you know or they'll just threaten our lives and go oh that works too <laughs> uh no i have enough depression of like okay that works too i guess you could kill me but like well, you could but then you got to clean up all of this and this is a lot to clean up so yeah, just like you're the government, you have money. Just like wire me some, wire me some money. Like cash, cash works too. I like cash. Cash, cash no, because cash has to be reported. Um, when you go to the bank, so when you deposit the cash, it, all that stuff. At least if it goes to the government, the government has a way to go in their own systems. But like, yeah, this is legit. 
I'm not depositing anything. I'm just gonna make cash transactions with that with that money up until it's gone. Dude, I make too many Amazon purchases to want it all in cash. <laughs> so, so here's a conspiracy question for you guys uh, before before we move on. To touch upon what I said earlier, do you think, in theory, in general, that it's a good idea that there's certain things we know versus certain things we should not know? So, me, what I mean by that is. In our lifetime, in this our lifetime here, do we think that we'll ever see the little green men? I don't think we will. You know, do I think the government will ever say, okay, this was made up, this is real, we think you as a society can handle this? Do you ever think in our lifetime that'll, that'll ever happen? Mm, yes and no. Because um, I just don't know what, but I, you just never know what's going to come up. Uh, every year, especially the last five years alone, we get wild shit happening. And we're so desensitized to it. Like, you know, for example, the whole, uh, what was that, a year, two years ago? No, this year, like the government's like, hey, yeah, UFOs are real. And it made really no splash. I remember seeing all these memes and people on, on the internet and TikTok and stuff like, yeah, that's how so desensitized people are nowadays. Like, we just don't fucking care. Um, we care about you paying off our, like, helping us get out of debt. We, we want to be able to live. We don't give a fuck if there's little green aliens that are hanging out. Like, we don't care. Um, so I feel like it's that. And then you think about how much of history spans in just small time frames. Um, within a, like, for instance, within a 50-year period, you had the Wright brothers that, you know, made the first aircraft, like the little plane, and then within 50 years, or 60 years, I want to say, we are already traveling commercially. Um, within 10 years, how far we've gone with smart smartphones and technology itself. Uh, I remember I got my first like smartphone because it was kind of newish, but th that's when the touch screens and stuff start coming out. I think I was like maybe 17, 18 years old. Um, and I'm 29, about to be 30. So yes, yeah, within the last 15 years alone, look how far we've advanced in technology. Look how far things have changed. And so I'm, I'm about to be 30, and I can only think is imagine all the mind-blowing shit that could probably happen within the next 30 years, the next five years, 10 years. So it got, it's just like a two-sided coin here. And I have no idea, but we have proven time and time again how far we can go and all the shit that we find out as human beings and discover within just a short amount of time. And Dakota, what do you think? I I agree with I agree with Ashley. Like every single one of us currently on this call is older than Google. Google was founded in 1998, and look look how large they grew in a matter of 20 something years. Yeah. And the, the amount of technology advancements they made. Google Glass was a failure. We can all agree on that. But like like Ashley was saying, airplanes within within a span of 80 to 100 years we not only got off the ground but figured out how to break the sound barrier and enter our atmosphere like go beyond go beyond our planet to somewhere else yep. that and we've learned so much from microchips and now we're delving into artificial intelligence and we're slowly creating 
a better world, but also a world where our knowledge of the universe could soon be discovered. It may not be in our lifetimes, it may not be in our kids' lifetimes, it may not be in our grandkids' lifetimes, but every year we become closer and closer to discovering more and more about it. I, what is it? NASA says we've only discovered, what, 3% of our sky? Something like that? Maybe 5? Yeah. Exactly. So even if we, even if there was life out there, we wouldn't know because we have no way of covering that much space in a reasonable amount of time. No, I, I, if you think about it, we've kind of explored more space. We have more knowledge of what's out there in space and what's on the moon and Mars than we know our own planet. Uh, as Adrian said earlier about our own oceans, we know far more about things outside of this planet, allegedly, than we do about our own planet. Uh, and also goes back to how NASA back in the day was all about the ocean and so they switched from the ocean to space and I know there's like you know a statement as to why they did that or or whatever it's the government funding how that changed but there's always that that history it's like what did they discover in the oceans that they're just like we need to focus on space and get the fuck off this planet I I like that little horror aspect it's like it, it makes for a good like fictional like horror story uh scary movie kind of thing what the fuck did you find that where you need to switch everything from our oceans to space and get us the fuck out of here so piggybacking off of what you said ashley there is actually something that we depth is kind of an issue with it but not entirely there is something scuttling across the seafloor and again, it's probably just another conspiracy theory, but I, like, took, like, four hours one day and dealt, dug into this and tried to look at everything. It's it's about the depth of... It, it's, like, a couple... It's a couple miles higher than the Marianas Trench. It's off the coast of, like... Like, Africa or something. But it's... It's like an obelisk, almost. But it has steps on it. It looks man-made but it is slowly moving across the seafloor. And with, when we get within, I think it's um, like a thousand feet of the thing, anything electronic fries. It is giving off an electromagnetic frequency. They can only get a radar reading of the thing, and it looks oddly oval-shaped and like it has steps on it. So it's something they can't explain what it is. They cannot explain what's down there moving around. And it is moving, they claim. They claim it is moving. Okay, if you can, like, you know what is search for more than me, can you, like, Google that and let, because yeah. I would love to read about that and, like, put, put it into our Discord. Um, but another thing, it's, like, a very recent discovery, because I remember reading about within the last week, like, you know that there's a, a huge reservoir of water discovered under our crust? Because you go back to, the sci to science class and you see the diaphragm of how the Earth's crust is all the way down to the very gooey little center that we have. <coughs> what else? They've discovered that we have a huge supply of water, 400 miles underground, um, stored in a rock known as ringwoodite. Uh, I have no idea what that means. But basically, we have an ocean within our planet. Um, so, who? I mean, you can only think of what life forms could be in that. What, like, either it's microbes to actual full-on living creatures. Um, they've discovered, like, o like floating... I don't want to say floating, but because it's space, but massive huge things of water basically ocean size just water floating out in space and all i can think is space dolphins 
uh, now I'm thinking lava dolphins. That's what the government's really trying to hide from us is lava dolphins. With laser beams on their heads. Freaking laser beams. Um, there are lava sharks. Uh, there's a footage. Uh, it's not them actually living in lava, of course, but there's volcanoes. And, of course, they're partially in underground in the water and stuff. And within these volcanoes where the water's at, there's sharks. So there's there's so you can actually say scientifically that there's sharks that live inside of a volcano. Um, so it's pretty metal when you think about it. But you know, don't get the image that like they're swimming in lava and stuff. No, it's just they just happen to be at the volcano where water gets to. Okay. So while Dakota is looking that up, I do have one final question um, as we are slowly putting a cap around the show, and this is a this is a deep one. Now, and I'll explain to you why I'm going to ask this question, because I made a mention on it on a past show that my, my life is weird. For whatever reason, my life is weird. I overthink a whole lot of things, just like we all do. But I take it a step further. This is just what I do. In my junior year of German class, um, our teacher, Frau Buckout, was going over the Mayan calendar and all these other things of that nature. And so she's like, oh, well, the end of the world is in 2000 and like 2001 or 2000 or something like that. And my little pea picking brain couldn't handle it. And I just mentally freaked. Because when you have knowledge, something like that, whether it be true or not, it still triggers something inside your brain thinking, okay, I know this calamity is about to happen and I can't do anything about it. Yeah, so I approached my teacher, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, and I'm like, hey, you know, this really bothers me to get this new information. And she looked at me, and just very calmly, she's like, well, when is your time, it's your time. There's nothing you can do about it. And that was the coldest, like, harsh reality ever with my little brain. So I say that to say this. What if all of our research you know, comes to fruition that this humongous calamity is about to happen. What do you do? Would you rather not know and have it happen? Or would you know, would you, would you rather know and then prepare for it? But you really can't prepare for it. You just live out the rest of your I days waiting for this to happen. Me personally, I would rather not know. Because once again, little things happen here and there that you can say, okay, I believe it or I don't believe it. You can live in ignorance and live out the rest of your days, hopefully with very minimal damage you know, to yourself or to other people, or versus you know, you're gonna be that inquisitive person and do your homework and stumble upon something that's gonna happen, which is gonna turn your whole world upside down and you can't prepare for it. So Ashley answered, and Dakota, what you know, what would you prefer? In a manner of speaking, I would prefer to have the knowledge of the cataclysm, um, just in the sense that um, that um, I'd want to be with the people I care about. I'd want to know. I'd want a timeline as to when it was happening. Whether it was two hours, two days, two weeks, or two years, I would want to know how much time I have left to spend with the people I care about. I know sentimental, blah blah blah, but at the end of the day, that's 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 what we crave is to be with people we we enjoy our time with. So that's 
That's that's that's my answer to it. Is I I would want the information. Ooh. So, to go off the like, the, to elaborate more on mine, it is a good idea. I mean, <clears throat> to spend time with your loved ones. Stuff, but I'm thinking of outside of my home is whether you know it's one day or two years. Oh God, two years would be even worse because the world would go into utter chaos. There would just be no form of government. There would just be no form of like. There would be no consequences for crimes because people will literally not give a fuck. Like, why? No. We're not going to be here in two years. We're not going to be here in two weeks. You know there's people that will try to make the most of it, but things will stop working. Like, people will no longer want to work because, like, why? Why? It'll be, it'll just be basically the purge, but it doesn't stop until the world literally ends. Mm. Um, I would like to just know. I, I just want to know. Uh, I don't want to know when oh, I will die. Um, I, I don't like there's always that curiosity point it's like yeah you would want to know but then you have to live in that constant state of panic and like uh, I mean if you already think about it we, we are not immortal there's a ticking time clock on everybody that lives uh, and everything that lives uh, besides jellyfish fuck those vampire sea jelly things um, it could be tonight it could be 50 years it could be whatever it could be from an accident natural causes disease whatever and you never know until it happens and i think at least everyone kind of goes through near-death experiences uh either it's on a severe level to uh just by getting in the car and you know someone could hit you at any moment i know because people have hit me with their cars plenty of times i wish they would stop um it just goes back to i'd rather just not know um i try to just live my life in my perfect no do people that i am friends with do they know even though i like to be an asshole they know that I care about them, of course. Um, I don't have any regrets when it comes to that. Uh, but I'm also a very lonely type person. I don't have much of a huge family. Uh, I have friends, but I don't have a whole expanse of it, too, where it's just like, we're all going to die tomorrow. I'm like, okay, people that know me, they know how I feel. Uh, I'm just probably going to sit home and sleep. Because there's really, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Nothing. I'm going to sleep. Fair enough. And for me, if I knew when it was going to happen, I would honestly, I would take the initiative and expedite it. I would do a self-deletion just so I wouldn't have to focus on the calamity, to focus on that pressure that's being put on me knowing it's going to happen. Now, in saying that, I'm going to harken back to once again is the fear of the unknown. So when that self-deletion happens, you don't have that fear anymore. You know, you don't have to worry about the pain that you may feel, the, 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 the discomfort you may feel. Once it happens, it happens. Versus drownings, versus earthquakes, versus lava, versus zombies, or just what have you. You know, you have control over how your story is going to end. And I think that just because we don't know, it scares the bejesus out of us. So I think if we knew what was going to happen, I think the self-deletion would happen a whole lot quicker. More people would do it if they knew what the next step was going to be. This is this is where all this is where all the beliefs come into play. This is where all the theories come into play. This is where the white light. This is where 
the purgatory, the heavens, the hells, the reincarnations, all this fun stuff, because it gives us a padding to know that when it happens, we internally are going to believe that something good is going to happen versus by turning off a TV. That's it. We don't want to think about that because it scares us again. So we, so we want to think that we're going to see our dearly departed that's not with us anymore or our pets or we're going to come back as a child and just relive everything all over again and experience deja vu in certain parts of our lives to think that, oh, I was here before. Oh, hey, I did this before. Hey, I said this before. You know, we just have, we, we have to, not have to, but people choose to pad their brains in this because, once again, you just can't handle things you don't know about. Going into the woods, like you said, Ashley, going into the woods, hearing a weird noise. You don't know what it is. And so instantly scares you. Could be a bunny rabbit. You don't know. You know, driving in a car, going through a tunnel. You don't know. It's just that fear that we're, that, that's been instilled in us since as we can remember so yes i wouldn't want to know <laughs> but if i stumbled upon it i take the initiative um so a good example of doomsday effects is what happened a few years ago more or less was with hawaii where they were given the alerts that incoming missile they're gonna die and it was a mistake like they weren't supposed to receive that. It was supposed to be just like a, a test or emergency test, like we all get like every so often. Yeah. Um, which you know the person who did that got fucking fired, uh, yeah. if not worse. <clears throat> but basically, the like, like I think it's like one island or all of Hawaii. I don't, I don't know, but it actually happens where everyone got the alerts in their phones, the TVs, and everything, incoming missile. Bye, peace out. And people were in panic mode, like there was chaos all over. Uh, you have some interviews where people are like, oh, I just sat home and they just thought about my life. Uh, people were just like, they're just trying to get home. But there is a whole bunch of shit. And I haven't really looked deep into it. But yeah, can you imagine? There's other people that think this, along the same lines as you, Adrian, that like took their own lives. And it was just something that's like, yeah, it didn't even happen. Um, so that's that's something that I want to do because there's always going to be the skeptic. I mean, it's like, could this be a goof? Um, is this really going to happen? Now, if I'm looking outside and I see a huge cloud of, like, whatever coming towards me, I'm like, okay, that was a good time. Uh, <laughs> but unless I'm actually physically witnessing it, it's like, I don't want to take myself out because of what, they, what the shit that went down in Hawaii. Uh, I, so I don't want to... So when I hear reports like, oh, there's an asteroid that's going to come and hit Earth, and then it's like, oh, it's just going to narrowly miss us. It, we get the occasional doomsday stuff that's like, oh, this could happen. We're way overdue of a cataclysmic volcano that can, you know, block out the sun for all of Earth for like 20 years. Like, okay, can I do anything about that right now? No. Am I going to panic about it? No. Is it going to be a deep, little tiny fear within me that I'm really going to worry about? Possibly. But I'm not going to, there's nothing I'm going to do about it. There's nothing I can do. So unless I'm seeing it actually happening, like, here I am. It is what it is. And of course, we get quiet. Dakota, do you have any final thoughts as uh, as we close out this show? So, going off of what Ashley said, it's 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 a good point. You know, waiting is, you know, you get the news, but then you wait. You know, like if they say, "Oh, 
volcanoes going to erupt. Okay, the ash is about to crash down on me. Then I would elect for your method. For your method, just self-deletion. Just I'm done. I don't have to experience any of the hardship that's going to follow. What comes after? What comes after? Like, we live in a day and age where there is enough nuclear ordnance on our planet to wipe us off, just destroy our entire galaxy. Just one giant flash, and we essentially recreate the Big Bang. But, regardless, it's important to to understand all the facts. We can all agree on that. It's important to understand all the facts. And... If if you know if you know your time is coming, if it's right in front of your face and you don't want to deal with it, then self delete. Just just go out on your terms. Right, finish your story how you want. And that's that's all I. Have. Well, we're not gonna end, we're not gonna end this in doom and gloom. We're not gonna end this in doom and gloom. So I have a really silly story, and then I'll have Ashley finish things off giggity. So it was. <laughs> The year was 1999, and everybody was freaking out about Y2K. And I was sitting in my in my room in Orlando, and you know my um, my brother and his girlfriend went out to go do something. And me, you know, being in my early 20s, was you know kind of just having this weird weird catharsis kind of moment. And I'm like, wait a second. If Y2K is going to happen, computers are going to shut down, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, this makes no goddamn sense. Just makes no sense whatsoever. It's not going to happen. And and uh, before midnight, my brother came home and his girlfriend, and now they're kind of talking a little bit and having conversations like we are. And he's like, well, what if, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if? And I'm like, you moron. He's like, what? I'm like, Y2K already happened. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, we're in Florida. We're in America. What time is in Japan? And he kind of stopped and looked at me. And he goes, oh my God, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I got work in the morning. You know, something like, you know, something so simple like that. You know, just like you said, Dakota, I'm piggybacking on you. Critical thinking. You know, get the facts. And that's what it is. And I laughed because everybody, you know, it was in the news. Everybody's freaking out about it. I'm like, wait a second. We're in America. Japan, Russia, Taiwan, all the other all the other countries that are ahead of us. It already happened. And they're okay. <laughs> Turn on your TV. Everything is fine. So, and of course, you know, as we close out the show, is everything going to be fine with us, folks? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages, ages, we don't know. That's the best part about being a human, is we have no earthly idea if things are going to be okay. Are we going to wake up in the morning? We don't know. We're going to hit by a bus? We don't know. We just have a good time while we're here. Some people forget to have a good time while we're here. And those people are going to be the most miserable fucking people because they forget to have a good time while we're here. I'm going to have a good time. This is why I'm doing this show. Even though some days I don't feel like doing it. Some days I feel wore out. Some days I feel like I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. The moment I hit record with everyone here, it's not that bad. It could be ten times worse. So I'm enjoying it while I'm here. So you can always find us under 
walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac76.podbean.com. And of course, 21 free different platforms. If you don't know where to look, Google the Walker AC experience. You'll find it. And subscribe to us and share and comment and like and everything in between. And of course, our special guest, Dakota. We thank you for having for being part of the show. And if people wanna people wanna find you or if people want to know about you, anything they can do, or they just wait till till they see you again. So you can go on you can go on TikTok. I'm on there. I haven't posted in a while, but you know, Stranger things have happened. Uh, that is, it's it's my name. It's uh, at Dakota Kimball on um, there. I also do have a YouTube channel. Also, have not posted on there in a minute. That is Coda One Nine Nine Six. Hoping to start recording there again. But needless to say, I'm a mess, and I love being here, and I appreciate being on the show. Cool. And Ashford, where can they find you if they want to get in contact with you? You can find me as Ash Majestics. If you search Ash Majestics and whatever social media comes up, it's basically me. Uh, I'm Ash Majestics on TikTok, on Instagram. I also have a Twitch. Uh, I am starting to stream on that again. I actually streamed a little bit yesterday. Um, so, yeah, Ash Majestics. That's it. You find me, you find me. You don't, you don't. Sweet. And coming soon. It's finally happening, folks. And thank you. To my dear friend, William Brookhouski. Trust me, folks, you're not going to find him. So I can say I thank him because he is creating the, no, not the, he's creating WalkerACExperience.com. Uh, Walker WalkerACExperience.com. Um, our web page is going to be up soon. Our web page, which means you can find all of our shows. If you don't feel like subscribing to podbean.com, that's fine. You're going to go on our web page and click on the links, find out all of our shows, find out about who's behind the mic, who is Ash Majestics, who is Dakota, who is Big Timebex. And you can go to our store, everything in between. Uh, right now, if you go to Walker AC Experience, you'll see a nice little splash page. So it's still in the works. We're still working out everything. It's a nice little project uh, that's going to be budding here very shortly. Keep an eye out on that. Bookmark that page. And uh, yeah, you'll you'll see all of us on there. And of course, show some love to cafepress.com forward slash WAC. I suggest you can find all of our products. The cereal and beer products just got released. And of course, the cat's going to be out of the bag here. The Casting Couch Potatoes merchandise is coming out here very shortly. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have two different, two different t-shirts and apparel for the Casting Couch Potatoes. So keep an eye out for that. Once again, um, it's uh, cafepress.com forward slash W-A-C-E. We thank you so much for listening to this wonderful show. Food for Thought, people. This is what we do. And before I uh, bid you an adieu, Ash Majestics, do your worst. All right. I've been, I've been having this one ready to go for a couple days now. Why did the whale blush? Why? Because, because it saw the ocean's bottom. Good night, everyone. 